The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the 20 greatest last-second game-ending moments in college football history. When you think of the greatest last-second game-ending moments, what comes to mind? Carlton Fisk's home run? Christian Leitner's buzzer beater? Well, how about college football? Well, for me, there is one last-second ending that is out there that is a stunning ending to this sport as any ending ever. Over the next two podcasts, we count down the 20 most stunning game-ending moments in college football history. Today, we count down numbers 20 through 11. Number 20, the blocked field goal to secure the upset in the big house. September 1st, 2007, Appalachian State 34, Michigan 32. Opening game of the 2007 season in the big house in front of over 109,000 fans in a game that was seen as such a mismatch that the Las Vegas Sportsbooks refused to offer a betting line, Division I AA Appalachian State was up against number 5 Historic Power of Michigan. Now, add this to the monumental realization that no Division I AA school had ever defeated a ranked Division I A team. Late in the fourth quarter, Michigan went up 32-31, but App State, with no timeouts, drove 69 yards and kicked a field goal to take the lead. But on the ensuing drive, the Wolverines drove down and lined up for the game-winning field goal, on the last play of the game. With six seconds remaining, as the Wolverines lined up for the field goal, they snapped it, and Corey Lynch blocked the field goal as Appalachian State went on to become the first Division I AA team to beat a Division I-A team to complete what may have been the greatest upset in college football history. Number 19, a Hail Mary thrown into a sea of defenders. October 14, 2006, Arkansas State defeated Memphis 26-23, and oh, what a game this was. Arkansas State entered the game 3-2 and two and was riding a 10-game losing streak to their rival, Memphis, who entered the game 1-4. and four. With just under a little under seven minutes remaining in the game, Memphis was down 20-16 to 16 and had the ball on the Arkansas State 37-yard line. Memphis ran a flea flicker, a Ryan Scott to Joseph Doss touchdown strike that put Memphis up 23-20. On Arkansas State's next possession, with a little over four minutes left in the game, an intercepted pass gave the ball back to Memphis. Memphis could not convert, though, and Arkansas State had one last chance, and here is what happened. With six seconds left in the game, Arkansas had the ball at their own 47-yard line, one play left. Arkansas State quarterback Corey Leonard threw a Hail Mary pass into the end zone. Pat Higgins, surrounded by a sea of Memphis players, jumped high in the air, caught the Hail Mary pass to propel the stunning, miraculous victory. Number 18, vanquished by the same play twice. September 4, 2004, LSU defeated Oregon State 22-21. It was the opening game of the season. 
play at Death Valley, the Beavers faced fourth-ranked LSU, who had won the BCS championship the year before. And the Beavers led 15-7 late in the fourth quarter, and it seemed an improbable upset. They would surely stun the nation. It was going to happen. With 1.38 left on the clock, again, Oregon State is up 15-7. Oregon State had LSU pinned at its own 36-yard line, 64 yards from the end zone, facing third down. LSU quarterback Jamarcus Russell threw a 26-yard pass to Dwayne Bowe. And with 18 seconds remaining in the game, Oregon State, again, seemed to have LSU pinned 38 yards from the end zone. But LSU ran the exact same play. Russell DeBoe for a 38-yard touchdown pass. LSU completed the two-point conversion and sent the game into overtime where Oregon State's dream of an upset was vanquished. Number 17, the winning field goal that never was recorded. October 3rd, 1925, Texas Tech 0, McMurray 0. Texas Tech's first season was in 1925, and in the very first game, they tied McMurray. The tie was controversial, as Texas Tech kicked the game-winning field goal that would have given the Red Raiders a 3-0 victory as time expired. The referee ruled the time had expired, though, prior to the kick, and secured the tie. Now, why is this so stunning? Well, the referee, who had called that time had expired, was previously to be Texas Tech's first coach, but they gave the job to E.Y. Freeland and it was rumored that he made the call to exact payback for not getting the job. Number 16, the backup quarterback's miraculous last-second touchdown pass. October 10, 1970, Oregon 41, UCLA 40. Oregon entered the game 2-2. Two and two. Number 15, UCLA entered the game 3-1. and one. Playing at UCLA, Oregon staged a comeback for the ages. They were down 40-21 to 21 to UCLA with just over four minutes remaining but the starting quarterback was forced out of the game with an injury. In came sophomore Dan Fouts. The Ducks threw a touchdown pass, recovered a UCLA fumble, second touchdown pass, and recovered an onside kick. Now down 40-35, to 35, Dan Fouts threw the game-winning touchdown pass with 21 seconds left to Bobby Moore to secure the comeback. Number 15, two touchdowns in the last minute to secure the game of the year, October 4, 1986. San Jose State 45, Fresno State 41. This was a wild one. Fresno State scored 31 unanswered points to take a 31-24 lead. They built the lead to 41-31. With one minute remaining in the game and down by 10, San Jose State scored on a five-yard touchdown pass to cut the lead to 41-38. Then, on the ensuing kickoff, San Jose State recovered. One touchdown pass later, San Jose State won the high-powered offensive affair, a game that Sports Illustrated named the game of the year. Number 14 the touchdown to avoid an upset for the defending national champions. October 3rd, 1970. Texas 20, UCLA 17. Uh, Coming into the game, Texas was number two. They were 2-0, and they had won the national championship the year before, and they were on a 22-game winning streak. UCLA entered the game 3-0, and they had devised for the game a new defensive scheme designed to stop the wishbone. The defensive scheme involved the Bruins racing a cornerback or linebacker toward the back who was to pitch the ball. Well, the result was that that slowed the wishbone attack down. So at game's end, Texas was behind 17-13. to 13, But with 20 seconds left to play, facing 30-19 from the Bruin 45, quarterback Eddie Phillips hit wide receiver Cotton Spryer for a touchdown to avoid the upset. Number 13, the stunned TV announcer yelled, touchdown Bulldogs, touchdown Bulldogs, touchdown Bulldogs. September 18, 1999, Louisiana Tech 29, Alabama 28. Number 18, Alabama entered the game 2-0. Louisiana Tech entered the game 1-2. and 
playing at Tuscaloosa, Louisiana Tech stunned the home crowd, taking a 12-3 lead in the halftime. In a very back-and-forth affair, late in the fourth quarter, Alabama held on to a slim 28-22 lead. Now, follow this. With 2.36 remaining in the game, Tim Rattay mounted a drive and drove the Bulldogs down the field to the Alabama 16. With under a minute remaining on second down, tied Kenny King sacked Rattay for a seven-yard loss. Rattay was injured and taken off the field. And in comes the backup, quarterback Brian Stallworth. And here's what happened. On third down on Stallworth's first play, he is sacked for a 10-yard loss. With two seconds remaining in the game, Louisiana Tech was facing a fourth and 26 at the 28-yard line. Backup Stallworth threw to Sean Cangelosi, and Cangelosi soared up and grabbed the ball for the game-tying touchdown. The stunned TV announcer yelled, touchdown Bulldogs, touchdown Bulldogs, touchdown Bulldogs. The extra point was good, preserving the stunning upset. Number 12, the Bluegrass Miracle, November 9th, 2002. LSU 33, Kentucky 30. Number 16, LSU entered the game 7-2 and two and were the defending SEC champs, and Kentucky were heavy underdogs. They were 6-4. and four. Playing at Kentucky, LSU watched Kentucky mount a furious comeback. See, Kentucky was down 24-14 in the fourth quarter, but rallied to take a 30-17 lead by kicking a field goal with 15 seconds remaining. With 11 seconds left on the clock, the Kentucky coach was doused with Gatorade. And then here is what happened next. LSU took the kickoff and opted to quickly race out of bounds at its own nine-yard line. They now had 91 yards to go in under 10 seconds. They completed a pass to their own 26-yard line, and now there were two seconds remaining. Kentucky fans were poised to tear down the goalposts. Nick Saban called dash right 93 Berlin. Tiger quarterback Marcus Russell reared back and threw a Hail Mary. Two Wildcats tipped the ball at the LSU 25-yard line, but Devery Henderson quartered with one hand at the 15 and raced it in for a 74-yard touchdown, a.k.a. the Bluegrass Miracle. Number 11, the miracle in the big house, September 24, 1994. Colorado 27, Michigan 26. In the big house, in front of over 106,000 fans, number four Michigan entered game 2-0. Colorado was number seven. They were 2-0. Michigan led 26-21 with six seconds remaining. Colorado had the ball at their own 36-yard line, 64 yards from the end zone. Quarterback Cordell Stewart dropped back and threw the ball 73 yards into the wind. Michael Westbrook caught the Hail Mary pass in the end zone, stunning the Ann Arbor fans on the final play of the game, a play coach Bill McCartney called Rocket Left. Players to this day say that Cordell Stewart could throw 85 yards on his knees. Well, there you have it. Our countdown, 20-11 of the greatest last-second endings in college football history. Did we cover any that you would include in your list? Did we leave out any? Did we rank any too high or too low? As in, why didn't that last-second ending show up in the top 10? Well, in our next episode, we will cover the greatest last-second endings in college football history, number 10 to 1. Join us in our next episode. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.